Hello, we are Eat This, Drink That. We got another riveting episode on tiki drinks this week with Ali Khan, Steve Greer, and myself, Ryan Crosby. Let's jump right in with Steve Greer's drink of the week for tiki. All right, it's going to be fun. So we're, what is this, the second episode of tiki, uh, tiki technique? Tiki madness. Um, we're buzzing. You can really go back to the other episode to really for a little deeper dive of tiki drinks. But tiki culture was created by Don the Beachcomber and Trader Vic in the 30s in California. Um, it's a whole culture uh, outside of the fact that, you know, they stole a lot of this from both Polynesia and Caribbean. Um, we're going to do something they both claim to have created, the Mai Tai. So... Tahitian for good or excellent. Um, I'm not sure if it's the actual translation or maybe they just made the word up, but Don the Beachcomber in L.A. and Trader Vic both say they created the Mai Tai. This is a little simpler um, than the last cocktail that we made, which was the Singapore Sling with gin that had six ingredients. This really just has four with a float. So we'll call it four plus the dark rum float, it's really five ingredients. Um, we're now in fully engaged in rum. The rest of our t uh, tiki cocktails, and I think we're gonna have two more episodes, are rum-based. So let's talk about rum. Um, I'm using a clear rum or a white rum or a silver. I chose Plantation, this is a three-star. They also make a five-star. It is a blend of three different islands. So Jamaica, Barbados, Trinidad. Um, this is my okay. personal favorite for cocktails, Smith & Cross, traditional Jamaican rum. This, it's pot still, it's, this is ridiculous. Um, especially, <laughs> it's, it's really good. And then I'm gonna okay. show you, we're not gonna be making cocktails for this, but I want you to understand there is a higher, there's. Such a range to rum. You don't have to buy crap. Don't buy crappy rum. This actually is a sipper. This is all Jamaican. I think it's, yeah, this is all Jamaican. It's bottled by someone else, aged. This is 1997. So I think this was aged for 18 years. Um, doesn't say. I'll, I'll have to go back and look. This is a sipper. You can throw it on the rocks and sip. You can make a bomb cocktail with this if you want. There's no reason why you can't. So here's the differences. It's really simple, even though the range of flavors and quality is vast. Just as many islands, that's how many different qualities. So it is the spirit of the British colonies. They do make Navy strength. Um, we're not playing around with high proof. Although down the road, we're going to have one cocktail that goes with 151. Um Here's the thing. There are no laws regulating this outside of Martinique, um, which is the rum agricole from it's the only AOC outside of France that governs the quality levels of rum produced in Martinique. Oh. Outside of that, there are no laws. So it's willy nilly. You can do whatever you want. That's why there's also a range huh. of quality. Um, it's either sugarcane juice or molasses, and molasses can be refined sugarcane, but it also 
can be refined beet juice, and that's gross. Um, oh. Then style-wise, you have white, which is unaged. You have dark, which is aged. Usually, that's also a pot still, so it's a richer uh, distillate. Um, golden or Puerto Rican gold, that's um, uh, just slight oak-aged. And then you have the different okay. countries. So your choices are fast or slow fermentation. Fast means it's just going to be really clear and clean and just simple. It's going to have more confectioner sugar flavors. And then slow means a rich, heady spirit uh, is going to come from that. And then a column still, which is fast, pot still, which is a little slow. You get a range from confectioner sugar all the way to high ester, which can be banana and acetone. I mean, in a good way, which is what that Smith and Cross is. So let's make the cocktail because this is really simple. There are some things here that might throw you for a little bit. Orgeat. So it is almond liqueur. You probably have seen this. At, here we go. Yeah. You gotta here, we go. here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Almond liqueur. That's it. That's all it is. It's an this one actually is almond syrup. We will be using an almond liqueur in a couple episodes uh, called Falernum. So this has no alcohol. This is just almond syrup. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I, I misspoke. It's not almond liqueur. It's almond syrup. But this is a super simple okay. cocktail. White rum, Cointreau, back to our uh, orange liqueur. Back to Cointreau. I will talk about this a little bit because I really was trying to find something else. I wanted something with less sugar. It's called, let's talk about it right now, mm. Curacao. So the Dutch had this, oh, uh, they yeah. brought Curacao or they started distillate from the local oranges. I think the Spanish actually brought Seville oranges to the island. It crossed, it became something else. It's a very bitter orange. So you use it to flavor liqueurs. There's one from Pierre Ferrand called Dry Curacao. They don't add sugar to it. It's cognac-based with these oranges that flavor without sugar. Cointreau has a lot of sugar in it. Um, okay. I couldn't find it in Denver, so I didn't buy it. Um, so white rum, Cointreau, lime juice, and orgeat. That's it. Then we're going to float a little bit of that funky... <sighs> Jamaican rum on top. So this is really just double rum. Yeah, we're going double rum, Oof. baby. So, so is the, the the floater? Quick question: the floater. Um, don't a lot of people use like Myers rum? Yeah, is that's that a, a dark pretty rum. standard. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. got uh, a little. It's got a lot less flavor than this. This is funk, and I, that's probably got a little more <laughs> sugar in it. It's dark. I, I just know that it's pretty dark. Yeah, yeah, and that I'm assuming Myers dark also adds caramel for consistency of color, um, which is common okay. in the spirits world. What you got? I feel like this is a perfect opportunity because, first of all, 
those bottles look pretty dope. I mean, let's just, you know, let's throw it out there. Those labels look serious. Myers, is, I mean, I think I have Myers in, in I have Myers and Mount Gay like sitting around. And I don't know. Right. Those are kind of the generic ones, I would say. Yeah. Right? You see them, right? So, what yeah. are, how much of these show, uh, if you could just give us the price, because I feel like I think- I'm, I'm interested in investing and in trying that out. Yeah, I think this plantation was 35. This is the three stars, so the three different islands. Think of rums mm-hmm. as marks. So you got a mark that comes from Jamaica that's more banana and high esters and high aromatics. Um, Barbados What's and Trinidad. So that's the, that's the name they talk about with the spirit that comes out of Jamaican rums. It's a high ester rum. So... Lots of organic compounds that have all these flavors attached to them. And they can range from uh-huh. uh, banana all the way up to that acetone nail polish. Those are esters. They're just aromatic. It's insane that he brings that up. Yeah. Acetone, nail polish. Yeah. Dude, that sounds like a horrible way to sell anything. Yeah. Are I you know. getting the nail polish? Yeah. I am. I'm blind. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> but it's all in a good way. Jesus. I I absolutely love this rum. Uh, it is a double rum drink. We got to remind everybody. We're trying to limit the amount of sugar so everything is fresh. Obviously, I didn't make fresh almond syrup. That's going to have the most sugar. Well, Cointreau might have a lot of comparable sugar levels. Um, we also are... Higher quality rums are less apt to have a lot of sugar in them, like a Myers Dark that's using okay. caramel to remember, there's no regulations on rum. You can pretty much do whatever you want. Um yeah. Wow. That's so, that's what's up. That's a big that's a good clue into why things cost with or why it's important to spend more. Yeah. How much is that dark rum? Uh I can't remember Hat Ryan, are you able to look up Smith and Cross? rum for me because I I have forgotten completely how much that costs. I'm going to start making the cocktail while you're looking that up. So I just have my shaker with Uh, one piece of shaker ice. 35. Yeah. I thought these were 35 also. Yeah. Yeah. Not a big deal. I don't think it's not that much. And remember, we're only using one and a half of the white rum. So what is that? Mm -hmm. 18 drinks out of there. Um, Cointreau, yeah, three quarter lime and orgeat, three quarter. Well, three quarter lime, half orgeat, and then we're gonna float some dark rum. So floating is a highly variable thing. You can <laughs> dump in a whole lot. You can just float it on top. I'm just gonna literally float it. So we're not gonna go another half ounce, but we're close to two ounces of uh, okay. of rum. Um, right out of the gate. I'm also using a rocks glass. Yeah, so rocks glass. Mm. And we're going next level on the ice. I did pellet ice, crushed ice. Yeah, so I don't have, a long time ago I worked at a bar and we had a pellet or a crushed ice machine that sounded like a wood chipper and you just threw in ice and it came out, um, just like cake. Um, I didn't do quite like that. Oh, I just yeah. threw a bunch of ice cubes in um, a tea towel and pounded it with a hammer. 
So it's not uniform, but it is crushed ice. And I'm going to fill my okay. glass with this um, oh, crushed ice. I'm trying to remember this place in um, in the San Gabriel Valley. They had these um, aquariums. They had like 100 aquariums. And I, I had a birthday party there for Tiki Drinks. And I think they did, um, yeah, kind of a snowy ice, like what Steve was talking about. Yep. That's how they yep. made their their drinks. It was – and. Uh, but yeah, but then I, I I'm I'm glad we're using the uh, kind of the shredded ice because I feel like I've had a lot of uh, my tiki drinks with the the ice is pretty small right. pieces typically. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Not all of them. So you'll remember with the Singapore Sling, I just had regular ice cubes and a Collins glass. Right. I didn't. I'm not going knee right. deep in the tiki culture with finding the right tiki man Polynesian face glassware. I. I think these drinks right. deserve a little bit of elevation. Um, you don't have to go crazy. We're talking fresh juices, quality ingredients, nice glassware. You can camp yeah. out with this okay. and then go over the top and just find vintage tiki glassware and all that stuff. It's fun. I did not do that. Um, plantation. So we're going to go one and a half of the silver rum. One and a half ounce. Okay. I'm going into a shaker with my shaker ice. Then three quarter ounces of Cointreau. You can play around with this. You can buy a Curacao. You can buy that dry Curacao from um, Pierre Ferron. It's funny. I have them too. I don't know. I've been like, I don't know how it ended up or somebody, somebody was like, I'm making this. And I'm like, okay. So yeah. I've got one sitting around. Cool. Oh, nice. Um, then we're going to go three quarter ounces of lime juice. I just, I buy a bunch of these. I got a case of these little things. You can use them for all kinds of uh, uses, bartending, cooking, everything. Um, they're fun to have. As long as there's no uh, ketchup or mustard in there, I think. No, yeah. Have. That'd be gross. Oh God, I'm going to use my old Frankie's. Just <laughs> yeah. mess it all up. And then half ounce, orgeat, almond syrup. So do you buy that stuff? You got to go yeah. buy almonds? Yeah, yeah. And is there any alternative? No. So just buy the stuff that they use at coffee shops. I can't remember the name of it. You've seen them lined up against the back wall. Same company. Like red, yeah. and, uh, red and blue. Yeah. Like like yeah. 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 And that's right. You can do, um, there's, I think it's called Simple Foods. There is a really high end orgeat almond syrup that comes in a really skinny bottle. It's a lot more money. Um, it's more expensive. I'm the, the ones that I'm referring to, I wish I could remember the brand name. The ones that are at coffee shops, they're going to have more sugar in them. Um, you just, we're using a little less. We're only using a half ounce of this. So we're getting an almond flavor okay. profile without all that extra sugar. Now we're going to shake. And you guys remember the rules on shaking with juices? 30, 30 seconds, seconds. 30, 30 seconds. seconds, and we're really trying to get texture, and the temperature goes down. That I'm, not about, doing, I'm not doing that a full 30. 30. I know. <laughs> I just figure uh, the listeners really don't want to listen to 30 seconds of shaking. So, remember, I'm using the Parisian shaker, so I'm all you got to do is take the cap off. Boom. Look at... So... 
I plan this on the glasses. I know how much my glass holds. I know how much ice. Uh-huh. I know how much liquid. Um, that's why it's, it looks that good. Then I'm going to top it. So off. when you shook that, go ahead. When you shook that, there was an ice cube in there, correct? Yeah. Yep. So that's lowering the temperature. It's also diluting right. it um, because you some of those ice crystals are coming off of the cube that's in the glass. That's why you don't use mm-hmm. shitty ice or crappy ice in a shaking tin because more ice will come off. Um, you don't want that. Now, here's the Mai Tai minus the dark rum. The I'm using there. Jamaican because I like, I like weird and funky, and Jamaican rum is weird and funky. And I'm not going too crazy. I'm just going to... Little... Just a little hint of wow. color. But you can... Sweet. So you open three rums right next to each other. A silver, uh, a gold, and, or 151, mm-hmm. and a Jamaican. All you can smell is the Jamaican without even putting your nose down in the glass. And then I like mint. A little friggin' mint. So you notice mine isn't that dark. I didn't use like a heavy dark rum that's probably got a lot of caramel in it. Um, I like the funk. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and, and a lot of mai tais um, oh. that are that are made are kind of more yellow than yours. Yours is yeah. yours is a much lighter color. Yeah, um, probably because of the good ingredients that you're using. Um, yeah, I didn't go full yeah. Meyer dark rum. Um, I just went with a pot still. That's what I was going to say. The, yeah. yeah, I think the Meyer uh, adds to the color. Mm-hmm. And they're probably you know, dumping I in. Say, Go ahead. I was going to say, like, uh, really, because, you know, when we started this with the Singapore slang, it was a gin. And when I brought up like, oh my God, tiki tea, you know, tiki drinks, and I got so hammered, I'm realizing like, <laughs> I don't think I've ever had good rum. I don't think yeah. I've ever had good rum. It's always you know? the Cardi or, uh, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. I don't, yeah, you know, I, you just, I think I've just, and, and understanding that there is no regulation just makes you go, yeah, you could get some real bottom shelf the bottom yeah. is the bottom is in the basement you yeah. know like that's yeah. that's a yeah so i love my ties for this reason especially with quality ingredients if you're using funky rum jamaican um then that almond liqueur uh with a hint of the orange it is a really heady drink if you're using jamaican rums so you're getting all the banana and esters and that funk and a little bit of acetone, which is a good thing, followed by this warming. Well, and it's warming just because of two spirits are in this glass. And then this almond syrup comes behind with a little hint of the oranges. This is just a really fun but complex cocktail. There's only five ingredients in this. Yeah. I've never had one that's like that. That's for sure. Mine are always like yellow and there's a cherry in there and there's yeah. Myers rum. And it's just, I've never well, had one made what? like that. Honestly, Honestly real quick, this, just this to is follow, the... 
Hold on one second to follow up real quick, Ali. You know, they're probably adding grenadine. I don't add grenadine to the Mai Tai, to that yeah. red. So okay. you get the darkness from a really dark rum and the grenadine changes the color completely. Sorry, Ali, go right ahead. Well, you know, it's so funny because, of course, part of me was like, oh, I, I kind of wish you did have the the funny glass, you know what I mean? Yeah. The, the, the totem pole. But at yeah. the same time, like you're now realizing it's all smoke and mirrors that can, it doesn't have to, but can completely mask crappy alcohol to which, I mean, basically like of all these drinks you're talking about, right. I don't think people realize, you know, how low end a Mai Tai can be if yeah. you're not yeah. using better 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 alcohol and even just to appreciate what 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 a good one could look like i'm not saying it has to look exactly like that it's a big deal um yeah. i you know i'm now just obsessed with like because again i've never really had a good one i don't think i'm gonna say it's a clean slate i've never really had a proper yeah. mai tai so hey i have to now make one but i'm still probing like what does one have with you know these exotic flavors like you know you're talking about freaking booze and that, that tastes like banana i'm not going to touch the acetone thing you're insane and we know that and we're not even going to talk about nail polish in a good way not even touching that but um what i mean crosby what do you think like what 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 would you be noshing on because let's be honest this is a strong cocktail it's not a bad idea to have something something to snack on at least right what would you eat with this you know, I think it's always there's always something sugary going on. You know, it always feels like there's a like a glazed meat. You know, or like, mm. and maybe this is the over commercialization yeah. thing that Steve talked about. But like, you know, you're having this um, really sugary drink, and then you start having this like sugary meat, and it kind of works for some weird reason. But um, yeah. I would love to. Um, not have that i'd love to find an option you know maybe it is just a good carne without the all the sugar added or something but it's almost like when you go tiki you're just going all out it's just full yeah. ignorance it is like teriyaki sauce yeah it right. is like you know i mean chi I, was, I was thinking about hoisin glazed ribs or like chinese barbecue mm. might be a good kind of middle ground because but it, it's weird it's hard to um you know, it, it's heavy, and you're like, I think of, I almost think of, almost think of fried rice as well, and it does play into what I think they were putting out with tiki food. I do think about Filipino food, uh, and which also delves into this, like lumpias, those dope fried stuffed mm -hmm. meaty egg rolls, um, yeah, adobo. I, I, for some reason, Filipino food, um, sisig, which is like that pork belly. With you know, I think, I think it's so funny, classic Greer funneling our need to eat pork rich rich yeah. heaviness but yeah, yeah. That, for some reason filipino food which is heavy comes into mind as well as chinese barbecue maybe some yeah. vietnamese food would be good to break some, it up maybe yeah maybe yeah you know fried it's weird foods? though because it is a heavy fried, fried foods fried yeah yeah and yeah. think about this yeah, i found that restaurant seen, oh, uh, i've never seen an old school trader vicks menu but it was a Chinese restaurant that served Polynesian cocktails with all Caribbean ingredients. Um, it was a complete mishmash of insanity. Although pineapples don't come from yeah. the Caribbean, do they? Where do the pineapples come from? 
I don't know. I mean, at some point, yeah. I'm sure uh, it was Hawaii. Good. There's a lot yeah. of them in Hawaii. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. There we go. So one Polynesian ingredient. Yeah. Um, everything yeah. else is from the Caribbean. By the way, I sipping this. This is the first time I haven't used the really nice. I think it's Simple Foods. It's a high quality almond syrup orgeat. Um, I might even use a little less. This this has a little sweetness to me. I might cut this down to like a quarter ounce of orgeat of this producer mm-hmm. and up the rums a little bit. I might go to uh, two ounces of white rum and a heavier float of dark rum. Either or. I'm not going to do both, but I could either cut the orgeat. This just, I get the confectioner sugar on the end of this a little too much for me. Everything else is great. Okay. I pulled up the uh, Trader Vic's menu. You guys ready? Yeah. Yeah, I'm ready. Crab Rangoon with prawn. We got barbecue pork spare ribs. We got Kung Pao wings. We have uh, Malaysian chicken skewers. We have beef go-go. What else? Crispy calamari. So there's the fried food. Mm -hmm. Um, Veggie rolls. Egg rolls. Crispy duck tacos. Yeah. And um, and then Hawaiian ahi pokey. And oysters on the half shell. That's their, um, those are their apps. Nice. So that's a that's a that's a lot of Asian influence stuff and yeah. almost know, I every think, meat. I think you know. Hopefully, we revisit this, and I think I would just, in the spirit of Trader Vic's, I just start throwing stuff against the wall and be like, I, I would try, literally try three different directions of a food to be like, I think this could work with it, and I'll have to try the drink, and and you know, um, but yeah, that Smith and Cross like that bottle. That that that's gonna be a purchase for sure. And it's I have so Curacao, good. so this is good. I'm just looking to get rid of some of these weird bottles. And yeah. I have tons of Cointreau. So good yeah. to know. Good to know. Well, this was great. great. The Mai Tai. Mai Tai. This is the Mai Tai. Means I was gonna excellent. say I found the. Uh, I found the restaurant that I was referring to. It's called. It was called Bahuka. Bahuka Lounge, and it was deep in the San Gabriel Valley, and they had a bunch of, they had maybe 100 to 200 aquariums, and they had this famous fish called Rufus that was in a bunch of movies. I feel like he was in a Sandler movie, or there's this big fish that was there, and he was a uh, movie star fish, and uh, yeah, I had my birthday party there one year, and it was uh, it was a shit show. It was great. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Bahuka Lounge. And they had uh, they, I think they had the uh, the snowy ice, so it it, it was uh, it almost was like an icy or something from uh, from Seven uh, Eleven or something. I've had, that's what I meant to say. I've had wow. tiki parties. Um, it can go downhill very fast. Um, I mean, <laughs> it's crazy. It's just it's weird. Yeah, I think stuff. these days everyone would have to get hopped up on uh, Adderall or something first, you know, <laughs> just to stay awake. We had to keep it modern. Yeah, it's 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 something else. It's something else. I, I don't know. It's it's a weird it's a weird conundrum. But you did show us how to do a mai tai right. Yeah, that's this is yes. mai tai. That's for let's, uh, yeah. let's wrap this one up, Steve. The classic, the mai tai, looking different than we expected, and uh, and now we want to try it. No gimmicks. It's gimmick-free, and I like that. 
low in sugar, sort of. Yeah. 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 All right. Thank you guys for this episode. We're going to be back with another Tiki one. See you soon. See you.